What's up, coaches? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ is a life insurance agency that specializes in securing lower rates for health conscious people, including strength trainers, runners, and cyclists, among others. Just like saving money on car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ believes you should save on your life insurance for living a healthy lifestyle. This is the reason that 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. These savings are exclusive to Health IQ. The reason they are able to save their customers up to 33% is because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease and a 20% lower risk of cancer compared to the people that are inactive. To qualify for these rates, head to healthiq.com slash run the power and take their health, cycling, or running IQ quiz. Or if you're like me and work out using an app, you can submit that certified app's data to Health IQ to qualify. Once you qualify, Health IQ doesn't just send your offer to an insurer. They take you through the journey from when you submit interest to starting your application and going through underwriting and policy enforced. Policy is underwritten by one of their top partners, an insurer. Coaches, go to healthiq.com slash run the power to qualify to save up to 33% on your life insurance. Again, that's healthiq.com slash run the power to take your free quiz to qualify for up to 33% savings on your life insurance with Health IQ. This episode is also sponsored by Amazon's audiobook platform, Audible. Audible is a monthly subscription for audiobooks. They've worked with us and are giving you coaches one month of their subscription site and an audiobook of your choice absolutely free. All you got to do is go to rtpbook.com and sign up for Audible. They'll give you an audiobook and a free month subscription upon sign up. You can cancel at any time before paying a dollar and still keep the audiobook as a gift from them. Audible has top selling audiobooks that are great for coaches. Right now, I'm listening to Gary Vaynerchuk's Ask Gary and Sam Sheridan's A Fighter's Mind. They're my morning workouts, and they've both been tremendous books so far. It's great for me because when you're a coach, you have very limited time to sit down and read, so you can really multitask with Audible, and it's a great changeup for me from listening to music while I work out. Again, go to rtpbook.com to claim the free audiobook of your choice. Head over to the RTP store. We have two designs as t-shirts, long sleeves, and hoodies. We have our Run the Power and our Will Block for Food designs available. Go get yours today under the store tab at runthepower.com. Now you can run the power in any weather. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Team Attack Academy. Team Attack Academy is an online football development site for football players and coaches of all levels. It's the most powerful teaching tool introduced into the game today to raise the level of playing and coaching football. After using Team Attack Academy, your athletes and coaches will outplay, outwork, and outsmart their opponents guaranteed. Go check them out at their website, teamattackacademy.com. On this episode of RTP, we talk with Jack Dingus, current defensive coordinator at Crooked Oak High School in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Coach Dingus is also the co-founder of Hog Football Chat, along with prior RTP podcast guest, Tony Schiffman. In this episode, we preview the upcoming Hog Football Chat clinic with Coach Dingus. The clinic will be held March 10th at Rhodes College in Memphis, Tennessee. You can register for the clinic at rhodesfootballcamps.com. We also talked about some O-line play and schemes, coaching networks in Oklahoma, and using Twitter to learn more about coaching. You can follow Coach Dingus on Twitter, at Coach Dingus. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, we're here with uh, Coach Dingus. Coach, um... I want you kind of. Why don't you introduce yourself to uh, you know some of our listeners? Kind of, kind of talk about uh, you know growing up into playing football, 
and then uh, now now being a coach and kind of what you're doing now. And then also, uh, obviously, I think as anybody knows that knows anything about football right now, uh, also the uh, co-creator or, or uh, host of, of Hog Football Chat. So just kind of, you know, tell us a little bit of, of your backstory. Well, Coach, uh, my name is Jack Dingus. I'm defense coordinator at Crooked Oak High School in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, I am currently going into my 14th year. Um, this will be – I just finished my sixth year at Crooked Oak, I believe. And, um, you know, I was born and raised – I grew up in Dell City, Oklahoma. Um, grew up over there and, and uh, watched the Fighting Eagles back in the late, 80, late 80s, early 90s. Um, you know, but it was magical then. They had some good squads back then. You know, 93, they went 10-0. and 0 And, you know, it, I grew up in football, you know. And then uh, we moved to Carl Albert. I played at Carl Albert. I played for Coach Rose, Gary Rose. Um, if you guys don't know who Coach Rose is, he's won uh, 10 or 11 state championships. He just retired. Um, they just won one without him you know, and in 2017, and um, so played offensive line there, and and I started coaching when I was 18 years old. Uh, my dad was sick with cancer growing up, and, uh, you know, I couldn't go to college and play. Um, I had to kind of stay home, and Coach Rose gave me the opportunity to be a graduate assistant at the uh, ninth grade level because back then ninth grade was separate from the varsity and uh, I got to work for Jeff Mays who was the head coach then and uh, that's kind of how I got started worked my way through college and uh, and made it a full-time deal and uh, I'll tell you one thing uh, never worked a day in my life and that's kind of how how I got into it you know uh, working for t-shirts and shorts uh, I was a stock boy at Walmart and, uh, you know, didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. So got in school and, and coached for T-shirts and shorts, you know, all my years that I was in college and finally got an opportunity to get out. And, and uh, then uh, came to Crooked. I was at, uh, let's see here, I was at Carl Albert. I went to El Reno in 06. That was uh, – we went nine and three that year. I went to Choctaw for a year right before the split, before the 6A1, 6A2 split. And then I spent three years at McLeod, one year at Northwest Classen. And uh, now for the past six years, I've been uh, at, Cricket, or at Cricket Oak High School. So um, very fortunate. And um, anyways, how we got the Hog Football Chat started is I was at the Nike clinic down in Thackerville and I was listening to Kirk Ferentz, uh, who's the head coach in Iowa. And he was in there talking and, and, you know, he was talking scheme and all that. And he looked at the coaches. He said, coaches, you guys need to get on Twitter. There is a lot of information being spread on Twitter. And guys, I had no idea how to tweet. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I had no idea how to do it. Um, I had to ask the huddle people how to tweet. <laughs> I went out of that room. I went out of the clinic hall, went down, and, and Tony Linder, I don't know if you know who he is, but he's one of the account reps for huddle. And uh, anyways, we were sitting there talking, and he said, you know, Coach, I could help you get your Twitter set up. So we got it set up, and he helped me out. And I kind of told him the story about Brahms, you know, um, 
you know, Brahms here in Oklahoma, it's a dairy store. Best and ice cream in Oklahoma. Absolutely. The best by far. Absolutely. And they, you know, hamburgers are not bad and their breakfast is amazing. Well, I was telling Tony back before huddle, we had to go trade tape <laughs> and being the young guy on the staff, I, you know, I was a greenhorn. I was just, I showed up every day, had a smile on my face. And like I said, I was making, you know, my money was t-shirts and shorts, you know, and I was, you know, they gave me some responsibilities and, and I went out there and worked my tail off. But one of my responsibilities was to wake up at 5 a.m. on Saturday mornings and go trade VHS tapes at the local Brahms, wherever the Brahms was halfway between the two, two areas. You know, when I was at El Reno, I had to go uh, – we were playing Ardmore. So I had to meet him in Paul's Valley. So um, Tony Linder never heard of Brahms, and he, he kind of asked before Huddle, how do we trade tape? And I kind of told him the story. We used to sit down and eat breakfast and then trade our tape and, you know, go on back to the back to the field house that's right I, I remember uh dad sorry to interrupt but um you know my dad's a, a head coach at a 3a school and he's been at, at Berry Hill High School in Oklahoma and he's been there forever but um I remember when I was just a young little kid I remember him taking off really early in the morning or getting back really late from going you know two hours to uh trade it with a, a west side team absolutely so you know uh it built a little networking there you know a little camaraderie somewhat and you know, but but back to the the hog football chat. Um, you know, so we got it all set up, right? So I go home and I watch a twenty minute YouTube video on how to tweet. Okay, <laughs> because it was, it was like a different language. So so I get in the Texas high school football chat that is uh, created by Coach Fisher, Chris Fisher, who is at Ridge Point High School. Uh, and down in Texas and I started you know contributing and and reading and I was like man this is a great idea because you know when I back to you know shirt and shorts you know working for shirts and shorts I mean there was really no out you know there was no place where a young coach could go and 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 read or clinic or network and, and stuff like that so I thought it was a pretty neat deal that he had going on well then I met Tony Schiffman and uh, you know, and we started talking, I said, listen, I said, Tony, I said, we got to, wouldn't we, wouldn't it be great to do an offensive line chat? And uh, he's like, oh man, that'd be great. And, you know, and I, I you know, we, we called him on the phone and we talked about it and planned it out and chose the hashtag, you know, the hogs, the war hogs. Um, most, you know, everybody thinks Washington Redskins, but, you know, everybody's a hog molly, man, you know. That's right. On the line. So, Anyways, we started the hog football chat, and, you know, to be honest with you, it was, it was a bunch of guys that wanted to talk O-line and, and get better and master their craft as coaches. Uh, you know, O-line is the most important position in the game of football. And, you know, so it, it was something that we, we started, and it has blown up. And uh, it's our third year doing it, and – you know, we're getting ready to have a, our second annual clinic or second annual clinic in Memphis. And so it's, it's a lot to be excited about. And I'm very blessed for the opportunity to, to be able to do it, you know, so. Yeah, it, it's awesome, Coach. Uh, you know, it's something that me and Walls try to try to chime in on um, every week, I know, because it's, it's just a great way to, like you said, basically uh, 
sit down at the Brahms and talk to a bunch of offensive line coaches, but but ones that are from uh, you know all over all over the states, and and even you get some guys like uh, Herb Hand uh, coming in every once in a while, which is always uh, always an exciting thing to to hear from some of these college guys that take the time out and and want to talk offensive line with with everybody. I'll tell you what, when Herb Hand tweeted us that first time. Oh my gosh. I, I believe you. I, I'm telling you, we had Kevin Mamawe, who is now a, a Hall of Famer yep. in the NFL. I mean, he's probably one of the best centers of all time, you know, and, you know, he comes in and Herb Hand comes in. And we have all these different Division One guys coming in. And, you know, it, I just think it's a great, I mean, it's a great thing that. I mean, it's a great thing. I mean, we're getting people involved and, and guys are getting knowledge, you know, good quality knowledge, not, you know, I mean, I, I think with the way that our sport is being portrayed in the media right now, I think it's a great thing for people to see that coaches are get on there trying to master their craft and trying to get better, you know, so. It gives you a chance to meet a lot, a lot of guys, you know, that you normally wouldn't ever have the chance of meeting. So, I mean, and, and honestly, Coach Harper and I have had a chance to interview a good number of guys we've actually met through the chat. Besides, you know, you and Coach Schiffman, it's been, shoot, it's got to be dozens of guys that have reached out to me, either it's a direct message or a tweet or an email. I mean, it's, and it just seems like, you know what, it's, it's long lost brotherhood. You know, I, I'd help those guys out with anything I, they needed, you know. It's Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. And, you know, that that was really it instilled in me when I was a young coach. You know, I had a lot of guys that looked out for me and a, a lot of the what I call the old timers, the old guard, the guys that are now retired and enjoying their life right now. You know, um, you know, they install, you know, the coaching fraternity is the best fraternity in the world. Um, sure, we're going to go out on Friday nights and, you know, Coach Harper, me and you might play each other one day and, and, you know, on a Friday night and and let the best man win. But, you know, when that's all said and done and over with, you know, Coach Harper needed something or Coach Waltz needs something, I mean, I'd be more than happy to help in any way I can. And, and I tell you, you know, with uh, Coach Feist, I, I, you know, I'm Coach Feist down in Florida, that was the old line coach, um, you know, the hog football chat, you know, Coach Schiffman started, we started to go fund me for him and, and, you know, we're, uh, we're about $1,200 from a $10,000 goal. Wow. And to raise money for his family, you know. And, sure. uh, you know, the coaching profession is – I can't say enough good things about it. There was, you know, just times when, you know, my daughter was a premature baby. She was three months early. And, you know, the coaching – you know, the coaches in Oklahoma really called me and – said, Coach, if you need anything, call me. And and guys sent cards and prayers and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the coaching fraternity is a great – it's great. Uh, I mean, it's the great – it's it's great. So that's, a, that's I just exactly don't have right. anything else to say about it. You know? <laughs> no, it's, it's, all, it's all you can say, man. That, that's a great word for it. You know, um, it, it is. And that's that's why we're, we're so passionate about football is because it, we've seen what it, what it can do for, you know uh, – countless kids countless adults is just you know bring brings men together and and you know as the adage is you know iron sharpens iron and, and that's something that uh that hog football chats helped us to do and 
and we're really appreciative of it. And, and like Wall said, we've met a lot of our guests through the hog football chat, through them talking and then us talking and then, uh, you know, kind of building the relationship that way. So um, something that, that obviously we're very grateful for and, and we're kind of interested also in, um, you talked about, you know, your second annual uh, um, in-person clinic, which, which is at uh, uh, Rhodes College. So kind of curious if you could kind of talk through how that all came about, how you guys decided to have a, um, uh, an in-person clinic and, and what that's going to look like and maybe who you have uh, talking at it this year. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I was sitting outside last, uh, last winter and it was actually, you know how Oklahoma has those days where it's 75 degrees outside, you know, over Christmas break, you know, and, right. and we, I was sitting outside and, and uh, I was playing with my daughter outside and coach Schiffman called me and said, Hey, what do you think about a clinic? And I said, well, that's something that we've talked about. And I said, if we can get it done now, I'm thinking, you know, a year or two away, you know? Right. And he calls me back and, and he's <laughs> like, Hey, we're going to have a clinic in March. <laughs> now, mind you, March 4th is last year's clinic day. I was married on March 3rd. So I, I had to miss my five year wedding anniversary for the hog football chat clinic. But anyways, how we got started, yeah, my wife is a saint. And I yeah, it sounds like it. Hey, she's <laughs> the best coach's wife. I'm telling you, she puts up with a lot. But anyways, how it got kind of got started is Coach Schiffman built, had a relationship with a guy named uh, Peter Jennings, who is the assistant head coach and offense coordinator over at Rhodes College. Now, if you guys don't know what Rhodes College is, it is a – I'm, I'm telling you, you know, you drive through Memphis and it's Hogwarts is the best thing I could describe it as. It is <laughs> the most nice manicured campus I've ever been on. But anyways, he knew this guy and they said, coach, we want you all to, you know, they talked to us and said, Hey, we want to have a clinic. Um, you know, it's a great idea. You know, Memphis is really centrally located in the United States, continental U S stuff like that. Plus they have barbecue, they got chicken. I mean, the, Memphis has got a lot of restaurants and a lot of entertainment. So we sat down and, and they, you know, we got it all figured out, got us a speaker list and, and they got the clinic done in a month and a half hmm. and um, without ever doing it. And it was a success guys. We, we were out there, we had uh, eight great hours of speakers. Um, I don't know if you know, uh, Nick Caduti, he coaches down in Texas. He's an O-line guy. He was there last year. Yep, yep. Uh, from the Houston area? Yeah, he's in the Houston area. Yes. He's a wide zone guy. Um, he's really big with Alex Gibbs and, and, you know, talking about the wide zone. And he was there. Matt Jones with Lyman Lunch. I know everybody loves Lyman Lunch. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'll tell you a story about uh, Matt Jones. He was actually on his way to the clinic to speak. And, he had a blowout on I-55 between Jackson and Memphis, and he tore his bicep off the bone. <laughs> wow. He showed up and still spoke at the clinic. <laughs> Offensive lineman for you. Offensive lineman, dude. Pop yeah, it back absolutely. in. Oh, absolutely. Use your other hand. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but anyways, we had Joe Osavet, and I, I – I'll tell you guys this. If you guys have never heard of Joe Osavet, you guys need to go searching now. He's an RPO king. 
He is, uh, I'm telling you, I, we were very fortunate to have him. He was at ASA in Brooklyn. Now he he's at Tennessee, isn't he? Yeah, he got hired on Coach Pruitt's staff over at Tennessee. And um, I'm telling you, Coach Coach Osabet, man, he's, he, he brings juice to his clinic presentation, I tell you. And uh, I'm telling you, he was excellent. And uh, we had some other guys, but I'll, uh, I'll discuss what we have this year. It'll be March 10th at Rhodes College. And March 10th, and it'll start at 12 o'clock. And that's, uh, that's when the clinic will actually start. And pre-registration -registr uh, will open at 11 a.m. And who we got speaking this year is uh, Josh Ergel, O-line coach at Austin PA State University. And then we got Joe Osavet again. He's coming back, assistant awesome. at, the, at the University of Tennessee. Uh, we got Gunnar Boinkin, the O-line coach at University of Central Arkansas over there in Conway, you know. Um, Chris Polizzi, safeties coach at uh, University of Tennessee Martin. And Cody Kennedy, he's the O-line coach at the University of West Georgia. So all five of those guys will be there. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Those guys are all great speakers. Uh, I'm going to say the individual registration – if you pre-register, it's going to be $35. If you show up at the clinic day of, it's $90. And if you want to bring your staff, pre-registration is $90. And the day of the clinic is $120. So it's really very, very cost effective. I mean, it's, it's doable, you know. And, um, of course, I'm driving. I drive from, uh, you know, Shawnee, Oklahoma to Memphis. It's about a six-hour drive. So, uh, you know, Coach Harper, I don't know if you know Coach Tool, who was at Sepulpa. He showed up last year. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, Gary showed up. Yep. Yeah, 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 I do. I do know him. Yeah, Gary's a great guy. I'm telling you, he's a student of the game. And, and um, was it was actually the first time we actually got to sit down and talk ball together. And and I'm telling you, he, he's, he's a bright mind. And uh, so, anyways, got fortunate enough to – have him come out. I think me and him were the only two uh, Oklahoma guys that were there, but we had a lot of guys from, there was a guy that flew in from Dallas, like last minute he wanted to come. Um, we had about 70 guys there last year. So that's it was awesome. Successful. We had uh, uh rendezvous barbecue, which is world famous in Memphis last year. We had that and we had a breakout session afterwards and, and it was a great time. I mean, you know, um, it was a great time. We were very pleased with the, the success of it with being, you know, throwing it together a month and a half, two months. And, you know, Peter Jennings takes the credit for that. He did a great job. So, and well, Tony like, like you said, that is, I mean, as long as if you pre-order and, and kind of do what you're supposed to do, it's a, a an extremely affordable clinic. And, uh, you know, coming from Oklahoma, six hours uh, isn't that bad. Uh, especially compared to to how long it could be at, at different parts around around the country with some of these clinics. So, uh, and then like you said, um, anytime you get to go to to Tennessee, it's a great time. Oh yeah, you know we uh, you know we went down to Bill Street. Bill Street was right down the road. We went down to Bill Street, and you know uh, it was interesting to say the least. <laughs> never been on Bill Street before. Um, actually, never been in Memphis. Uh, you know, in downtown Memphis, and uh, it was uh, it was good to see all the sights and stuff, and 
and stuff like that. But I mean, it, it was a, like I said, it was a great clinic. A lot of, a lot of knowledge was that day. It was, it was really good. I mean, all those guys that spoke last year and all the guys that we got coming in this year, they're all great coaches. And, and I, I know in March too, I mean, it, it makes sense for a lot of guys. I know coach Harper and I kind of took the, uh, the spring break tour last year to, to go study a lot of ball too. So, I mean, it's probably happening during a lot of guys' spring breaks as well. Absolutely. You know, the only thing um, that it kind of messes with is the state powerlifting here in Oklahoma. Hmm. Um, you know, that's the ninth and the 10th is the state powerlifting meet in El Reno. So a lot of those, you know, hog coaches, line coaches will be over there coaching powerlifting for those powerlifting schools. But um, other than that, you know, uh, it's it's gonna be a great time, you know. And, and like you guys, uh, I'm always I'm always down to go meet with somebody or somebody staff. You know, I I usually make rounds, um, go talk to other people. Uh, I've been wanting to get with Mike Nall. Mike Nall is a good friend of mine. He who's the O line coach at Kingfisher, and he does a great job. I mean, he does an excellent job. He's the O line OC and offensive coordinator. Sorry, Micah. I know you're there. <laughs> You know, uh, he does a great job. And, you know, uh, Chad Soma up there at Wagner, he does a great job. Yeah, he does. Uh, I'd like to go talk with him a little bit more. Me and him, I actually got to uh, – me and Coach Gothard, I don't know if you know, guys know who Coach Gothard is. He's the offensive line coach at OBU, and he's won a lot of games at Velma Alma uh, down in south central Oklahoma, a little class A school. And uh, I got the opportunity to do the OBU offensive line cap camp with me and J.R. Conrad and, and, and uh, Coach Gothard, and I got to meet Coach Soma up there. And I uh, got to shake his hand, and we went over to Chili's and talked a little bit, and I think he's going to come to our clinic this year. And uh, so, yeah, you know, that's uh, – We're, we're actually going to have uh, Coach Nall on um, here in a few weeks, I think. Isn't that right, Walls? Uh, we are, yep. He'll be on. And, and he actually – he coached at UCO with um, with our current offense coordinator, Broken Arrow, uh, Coach Wilkinson. I think he was offensive line coach when Coach Wilkinson was at UCO for a while. So, um, kind of have some some bonds with him through that. So, we're excited to talk to him too and, and uh, you know, kind of pick his brain on some stuff because he is, he is a really good one. Oh, he's excellent. Um, oh, you know, there, there's just so many good, good guys out there that are um, good offensive line guys. I mean, you know, to be an O, you know, and I'm an O line, and now I know I'm a defensive coordinator. And that's what I was about to say. You kind of, you kind of flipped on us, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still a hog at heart. There we go. But you know. Uh, you know, where it all started for me, offensive line-wise, you know, I, I got the opportunity, in my opinion, and I think Gary Rose was one of the best offensive line coaches in the state of Oklahoma. And, you know, I got the opportunity to watch him coach for three years, you know, and, and the drills that he did and and some of the stuff, how he taught. I mean, he was an excellent teacher. And, you know, and I've I've met some other guys. I've met some other great offensive line coaches. So, you know, that's kind of how I became an O-line coach. I mean, I've been an O-line coach since I started. Now, I've kind of moved around a little bit. Uh, <laughs> like this year, for example, I coached wide receivers. Um, but I coached wide receivers when I was at McLeod. And, um, and I had the opportunity to learn more under Max Smiley. And I don't know if you guys know who Max Smiley was, but 
he was the head coach at Guthrie from 1975 to 1987. And uh, he was with Coach Higgins. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who Gary Higgins is, but uh, he was the head coach at Shawnee back in the 90s. His son, Garen, is the head coach at Emporia. Hmm. Another great ball coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I've had mentors like that. And, and, you know, Coach Higgins was with us over at McLeod as well. So, you know, starting to know why, you know, once you do it, you never lose it, you know, and and that's the thing. You know, you still got to block. You still got to have proper hand placement. You got to fire off the football. You got to step with the right foot. You got to have your eyes up, you know, and you got to finish, you know, and and work through your progressions. There's been some, there's been some big, uh, especially in the college ranks right now, big coaches that have come out of the Oklahoma, you know, out out of this area. So uh, it's always nice. And and we've always, you know, I always got made fun of when I went to Texas to play football. Um, of just how tight of a group the Oklahoma guys were. And it was like you were rooting for Oklahoma guys more than you were some of your teammates at times because um, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about being from Oklahoma, but you always kind of root for those guys. So it's always cool when you see some of those coaches go on. And, um, you know, I know like Coach Wareheim at, at, at Texas and Absolutely. some of those guys, it's, just, it's, it's awesome to see some Oklahoma guys go out and, and make a big name for themselves. And, you always feel that extra bit of pride being from Oklahoma. I, I don't know what that is, but uh, it's always cool to see. Yeah, you know, Spavital is right. another, you know. Yep. And, 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 you know, John Cooper, who played at OU, he's down at UCF. His, um, his soon-to-be he, father-in-law, father-in-law coached yeah. when he – he, 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 he was the GA at Missouri when uh, Harper and I took the, uh, the trip out there last spring. Yeah, him and Joe John Finley and Josh Heupel. Yep. Um, yes. You know, Barry Odom. Barry Odom yep. is a native boy. You know, or, yep. you know, oh, yeah. Barry and his brother. His brother uh, Brian Odom was my strength coach at Houston, and now oh, he's yeah. a uh, now he's a linebackers coach, I believe, at, at Missouri. Mm-hmm. Now, Coach Harper, did you play for uh, Coach Herman at Houston? Did you play for? Uh, I didn't. I was uh, I was Sumlin, and then I was Levine, and then Levine got. Um, got fired my senior year. So Herman came in towards the very end of my senior year, um, but never coached me. But, I, I, you know, I've met him, and he was around around that time. I got you. Well, you know, and I know Brad Odom real well. Brad's down there at, at Winniewood. That's Barry and Brian's other brother. I think their older brother. And, um, you know, Brad, uh, Brad's down there at Winniewood, offensive coordinator, you know, and he's a great guy. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. You know, Oklahoma has good football. I mean, we have great football here. And, um, you know, I just – like you said, you know, Coach Wareheim at Texas, you know, he's right. a chalk ball boy. You know, his dad, Nick, has been a huge staple in coaching in Oklahoma for 35 years. I mean, he's a well-respected person in the coaching business, you know, and, and he's happily retired now. But uh, – yeah, it's great to see all these guys with Oklahoma ties, you know, moving up the ladder. A lot, lot of good, a lot of good offensive line coaches have come out of Oklahoma. You know, you got you got Coach Henson over at Oklahoma State. He's an Oklahoma guy. Um, Vance Vice out there at uh, Virginia Tech now. With uh, I always forget the guy's name. The head coach played at Union, Fuente. Yeah, yep. so he's a, he's he's another you know Oklahoma guy that you cheer for, uh, and then I coached with Holman Wiggins on that staff, so I got to know Vance Vice a little bit through through Denver, 
And then Coach Pittman was in the national title game. Coach Pittman was the O-line coach or is the O-line coach at Georgia and just brought in one of the best recruiting classes that, that an offensive line's ever had at Georgia. So, I mean, it's exciting to see a lot of these guys. And, and Coach Pittman was a dude that came in and did a free clinic for us at Jinx. You know, no questions asked. Really? And sat down and I was, you know, I was the, the O-line coach at Jenks at the time and it was awesome. You know, Coach Johnson set that up and, and we had a, a big time offensive line coach. who He was at Arkansas at the time and he sat there and talked offensive line with us for two hours and thought nothing of it. It was awesome because he's like, I'm an Oklahoma guy. I'm from small town, Oklahoma, east side. He's like, I'll do this stuff anytime. And that's, that's the kind of people you, you love to meet and love to, to hang around with. I'll tell you, you know, Coach Blankenship. Yeah. You know, he was at Spyro. Yeah. Back in the eighties. Him and uh, him and Coach Croft. Yeah, yeah. Croft, Croft. He played uh, for him. Yeah, for him. Croft played for him. But, but it me... looks like he's he Croft. Now you know, I love Coach Croft, so I don't want him to take this as as a negative. But you know, I thought he might have been older than Coach Blankenship, but he's not. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. for Blankenship. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, guys. Our head coach at, at Crooked Oaks, a guy named Darren Dean, and his dad was an O line coach for many, many years, and uh, Jerry Dean was his name, if I'm not mistaken, and he was, and, and Darren graduated at Broken Bow in 84, and he went to Southeastern, and he played with guys like Billy Brown, and, you know, all these guys, all these coaches, and, you know, uh, Darren, Darren got started in the biz, you know, in 87, I think, and, you know, he followed his dad's footsteps. You know, his dad was an O-line guy from Sepulpa to Broken Bow, you know, back in the 70s and the early 80s. And Darren, we went down there, and we were sitting in Blankenship was talking at Glacier in Dallas. And Darren Dean play, coached, against, um, coached against Blankenship when he was at Spyro. And Dean was uh, at uh, Idabel. And Coach Blankenship remembered him. And, um, but anyways, you know, I'm telling you, he's a great teacher. You know, I sat in that clinic room and he was just a great teacher. I mean, you know, I, I, I know why he wins because he, he's a great teacher. He builds a great staff. You know, he's got Morsi up there with him now. Morsi's a great O-line guy. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, Yeah. Blankenship is a great teacher. I, I enjoyed listening to speak at clinic, you know, clinic. I saw Croft in there too. So yeah, I saw <laughs> Croft at the winter clinic and Croft's a good guy as well. He is. He's a, he's a great guy. And and he kind of jumped over to, to Owasso, but um, some, a, a guy that I keep, you know, I, I always talk to cause he is such a great guy. And, and, you know, even off the field was, was a little bit of a, a mentor for me. And so uh, a guy that I really res- respect and coach Croft and, and always hope the best for him and his family because uh, one of the guys that's, that's a truly a good guy. And so you always hope really good things for him. And it was, uh, you know, as much as I wish they didn't win because I I, we wanted to, um, right. I, I'm happy for Coach Croft because I know he was chasing that one for a while and, and came up short when he was in high school playing. And so w- was excited for him. Um, and anything good happens to Coach Croft is, is a good thing. Uh, you know, great guy in my book. Absolutely. You know, that, that was the biggest thing, you know, and that was, that was the biggest thing for me when I watched that game, you know, I sat there, you know, and I'm friends with coach Croft on Facebook and, 
and just to see the smile on his face when they won that state championship, I mean, couldn't happen to a better guy. You know, that's right, and and that's what it's all about with with sports is seeing you know how excited guys get even you know up into adults when you win a state championship, just just what that means to to everybody. And uh, Walls was was Blankenship is that who you coached for uh, when you were at Tulsa or was it Graham? No, it was it was uh, it was Coach Blankenship. It was uh, it was actually a pretty funny story when he when he hired me. Um, I I was dry, I drove down there and I remember it was it was probably about 106 degrees in in Oklahoma, and I and I made sure I brought two pairs of pants because my air conditioner wasn't working in my vehicle. Oh. So and I, you had to wear some khakis to the interview, right? So I wore oh. I wore them to the interview, and I'm like, this is a bad idea because I'm going to sweat through these suckers. So I've, I made sure I brought two pairs of pants and I got it done. And then I went into the interview and it was, it was funny because, you know, coach Trimble had already called him and, and kind of talked to him and said, you know, Hey walls, I think could do a good job for you. And, and it, it is funny because Bill, you know, kind of sits down and he's like, well, I just got off the phone with, with coach Trimble. And uh, he goes, it was almost comical. All these nice things he was saying about you. He's like, you can't be that good of a guy. <laughs> and I'm like, well, coach Trimble's that kind of guy, you know, he'll, he'll talk you up a little bit. And he's like, He's like, yeah, I just thought it was pretty funny. You know, I guess we'll see, you know. And I'm like, does that mean I have the job? Well, yeah, Denver said it went pretty well, you know. So, yeah, I guess we're going to hire you. Like, All right, cool. <laughs> so, literally, like that day, you hop into the office and they're kind of giving you stuff to do. So, I'm like, All right. I've never had like an interview and you start that same day. It's kind of weird. I'll tell you. But, but he, was, he was a stud. He was a stud to work for, man. I, I loved working for Bill. And like I said, you know, I worked for Trimble, too. I mean, who better to learn from than than Bill Blankenship and Alan Trimble? Now, didn't didn't you play for Spav or didn't you coach for Spav as well over at Broken Arrow? No, I I was with Trimble and then uh, Coach Alexander, who's who's there now. Uh, okay. He he's the one that you know took over for Spav. Um, I, I had an opportunity or whatever. It was, it was kind of funny too because uh, Coach Wilkinson had talked to me a little bit when Dave had gone over there had another opening. And they just kind of inquired a little bit, but you know, it was a chance for me to to coach offensive line at Jenks, and I, you know, I knew we had a pretty good pretty good team coming back, so it was a a fun deal for me to kind of get my feet wet coaching the offensive line. But I got to know Spav when Spav was doing the radio at Broken Arrow, and then do, doing the radio show at Broken Arrow was a hoot. I'm telling you right now that that was about the most fun I've ever had, and I, and maybe I should give a little bit more credit to to Spav and those guys for letting me, you know, maybe it, it honed me and Harper's podcasting skills because we got to do some of those interviews with those guys and, and do the coaches show. I mean, I remember coach Clink would say, yeah, we, we gotta, we gotta entertain the dozens of listeners that we have right now, <laughs> but we had a blast, man. I mean, I tell you what, Spav, Spav can tell some stories now. And I did. I got to play for coach Spav at all when I was in high school, he was the uh, Devens coordinator at the time. So, um, you know, he wasn't the head coach, but he was he was head coach in waiting, and it wasn't – I mean, it was obvious that's why they had brought him in, and they told everyone that's why they would brought him in. So, um, I did get to play for him, and he's kept up with me, you know, during my career, and then I went to go play. Uh, his son recruited me at Houston. So, um, I, you know, I, I've been a part of that family now for the past uh, several years. So, where, Coach Harper, where – did you play at B.A.? Yes, I played at Broken Arrow. Uh, Dad's been at Berry Hill, but my parents were um, separated when I was pretty young. So I stayed in Broken Arrow with my mom, and that's where I ended up playing. I got you. So, so was it uh, Coach Whitson up there at that time? 
or am I off? Coach Woodson, Coach Woodson was my freshman year, um, and now he's um, in Texas. Yeah, so, uh, yes, uh, and I got to listen to him clinic. It was just funny how small world. I went all the way down. You know, he was a coach when I was a freshman at Broken Arrow, and he's at South Grand Prairie. And then I actually went all the way down to Michigan for a clinic that uh, was the self-proclaimed best clinic in the world or, or something like that. But went all the way to Michigan to listen to a clinic, and, and uh, that's where I met him for the first time since high school. So just kind of funny how you run into guys like that. But um, it was – it was um, oh, what was his name? I can't believe I can't remember my head coach's name. Um, Lancaster? Lancaster, yeah. yeah. It was right Ron. on the tip of my tongue, but I just couldn't – yeah, Ron Lancaster was – Ronnie Lancaster, yeah. baby. Well, junior senior year. See, I get that confused. For some reason, I thought Lancaster was there before Whitson. He was right after. Right yep. after, and then you know Rick Jones was there before, before Whitson. You know, yes. and how I know about Rick Jones is because you know playing for Gary Rose. You know, Coach Rose used to talk about uh, Rick Jones because they were assistants at Dell City together back in the eighties or seventies or whenever it was. But you know. It's, it's, it's just crazy how all those guys worked together back in those days and they've all been successful. Well, and it's nuts, it's nuts now too. I mean, so, so I got my first job in Oklahoma from Dub Maddox, who was the offensive coordinator Jinx. Well, Rick Jones gave Dub his first job. So Rick Jones was Dub's mentor. Wow. So I met, so I met Rick Jones through Dub. Well, now I come up here to Iowa. I get a job at Ankeny uh-huh. through Rick Nelson. Rick Nelson coached with Rick Jones down in Missouri at, <laughs> at, at Southwest Missouri at Missouri State, and they ran, you know, the, the triple and the option there. So, I mean, it's, it's such a, a small world. It's crazy. So, I mean, you know, Rick Nelson calls Rick Jones up. And he's like, hey, what do you know about this Walls character, you know? And he's able to call Dub and Dub saying, yeah, hey, he's a good guy, whatever. But, I mean, it, it's hilarious how, how you end up meeting all these guys. And, honestly, now, you know, we've, we've talked about it. A bunch, but things like social media and, and hog football chat, it makes these these connections even easier and oh. makes them even deeper. So, I mean, it's it's just absolutely astounding to me how you're, you're able to find somebody that knows somebody. You know, what do they call it? The six degrees of separation. Right. I think there's a lot, a lot fewer of those degrees now because of social media. Well, you know, social media, you know, like you said, uh, hog football chat, you know, we've had guys lose their job, you know. You know, we know in this business at one point or the other or another we're going to get fired, or yeah. you know we're going to get riffed because of budget or or whatever it may be. You know, uh, pub football chat, and that was another thing. You know, guys finding jobs. You know, we. Yeah, had, I see. I see the hashtag now. It's what team team free agent. Yeah, and guys are getting jobs, man. So you can you can look up the hashtag and they go get a job. It's nuts. It's awesome. Right. right. And you mentioned something when you were talking about Missouri and. and you know, you talk about triple option, you know, and that's something, you know, you know, when I started coaching, you know, I was 5A, 6A, 4A guy, you know, and, and I never really got into two-way football. And I don't know if you know him or not, but Dennis McCray hired me at Crooked Oak. And okay. uh, Dennis McCray was at Washington for several years and had, you know, he's on the end of his career, you know, he's already, he's still the middle school principal at Crooked Oak, but. Um, he wanted to give it one last hoorah, you know, and, and he already, you know, was Brad Bellers the coach at Washington now, but when Dennis uh, got out of coaching in 09, Brad came in and took over at Washington, which was one of his 
players back in the early 2000s. And Dennis got the job at Crooked Oak. And uh, so I got fortunate enough to be paired with him. I mean, uh, the guy's going to be a Hall of Famer one day. I mean, he's won over 160 games. And, you know, he was the one that introduced me to the flex bone, which, you know, Coach Reed at UConn's running now, who just won a state championship in Altus a couple years ago when he was the head coach at Altus. But, you know, we ran the flex bone the first – my first three or four years at Crooked Oak. And I'm telling you, as an O-line guy, now, you you know, I never coached option. You know, everybody was zone or, you know, gap. And um, I'm telling you, that flex bone offense, it's fun for linemen. You know? Sure it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, we cut people backside. I'm telling you, it was fun to coach. And we had a lot of success there with it, you know, for the situation we were in. You know, and, and and I want to bring up one more thing, you know, being, you know, getting in, into the coaching business and it kind of ties in with the hog football chat. But, you know, growing up, you know, playing at a school like Carl Albert, you know, one thing Coach Rose stressed to the players is that, you know, coaches are there for the kids. And, you know, I had a lot of, you know, I was one of those kids had a lot of stuff growing up, you know, that, that was outside of my control. And, you know, those coaches were there for me. They were like a father figure type deal. And, you know, and I think that's a, a, another thing about our profession that we get to help our society. We get to mold young men into men of character. And, you know, and, and that's why I love this, you know, this profession. You know, I was one of those kids that those coaches – you know, kicked me in the butt when I needed it and loved on me when that when I didn't need it or when I needed it, you know, and and that's kind of why I got into the business. You know, I had other plans, you know, going to college and didn't really think about coaching and I just fell in love with it and I want to help kids and pay it forward, you know, and here I am 14 years later on a podcast with you two. Right, guys. So. Us two knuckleheads. Yeah, so that's sad. I heard a pause, and I, I agree with what you were first thinking. I think. <laughs> Great guys, man. Yeah, yeah. But you know, good recovery. <laughs> but you, you know, but you know, people people are like, you know, Coach Dingus, why are you at Crooked Oak? You know, you could be somewhere else. Well, you know what? Those kids need somebody right now. And you sure, know, we have a lot of you know. Be, be where you're at, man. Yeah, you know, and that, and that's the thing. You know, we got kids that, you know, that just come from all different. I mean, we've I've seen things in my six years there, and those kids are great kids, man. They're great kids. And, you know, getting the opportunity to coach them and, you know, sure, you know, the past two two years, three years, we haven't been really successful. But, you know, we're making strides in the right direction. And, um you know, of course, I'm not coaching O-line anymore, but, I, you know, I'm the D.C. And, and, the, and I'm moving to tight ends this year. And so I at least get to come back on the line. I hope there we I'm, go. Back to the good side. Yeah, get, you know. Getting closer to those ineligible numbers. You're right, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it just it's a, it's, a, it's a great thing what we do, guys. And, you know, and that's kind of – I just want to say that to, to everybody that's listening, you know. Don't ever take this profession for granted. You know, you're going to make an impact on somebody. And, and it might be a kid that you don't think you'll make an impact on. And that was the biggest 
you know, that's the biggest thing. We're going to coach them up and we're going to do what we're going to do and we'll get after them when they need to get after. And, you know, we're going to tell them we love them afterwards, you know? So it's, uh, like I said, it's a different, it's a different type place to be at, but you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, you know, it keeps, it keeps you on your toes as a coach. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, those kids, they, they take the coaching and they want to get better and they want to improve. They work hard. You know, we're working hard in the weight room right now. And, and um, you know, guys, we started seven freshmen on both sides of the football last year. Jeez. Seven <laughs> freshmen. Whoa. And, we're, and we're, we're in the same district with Millwood. Yeah. Yep. You know, Mill, Millwood was fantastic. They, I mean, they – they were magnificent. They, they, they were a good football. I mean, they're, they're the best team that I've seen. And, you know, we, we go out there with seven kids that are freshmen playing both sides of the ball, and those kids never gave up. And, you know, they have guts, and we're going to get them better. Uh, that's, that's great. That's great to hear, Coach. And, and we can't hear enough of those stories about just, just how much football does for a kid. Because, like you said, at a time where football's under attack, um, it, there's nothing more we can do to not nothing more, but it, it's a big opportunity for us just to talk about, you know, what football does to uh, help, you know, boys come into men, uh, you know, just, just by playing football. So, so glad to hear that from you as well, Coach. Uh, Kind of wrapping it up, you know, hitting the hour mark. So just kind of wanted to, to end it on. I, I ask every coach that we bring on, uh, you know, I'm, I know you watch a lot of film and, and you're a guy that's, that's uh, a student of the game. I, I know that you're on Twitter all the time with football and, and, and I know you're studying it. You're going to clinics and you're even putting on clinics. So when you're watching another offensive line, what's something that, that they would do that would make you think really highly of their offensive line coach? Um. Dad gum, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a hard one. Uh, I would say how they act as a unit. Um, I would say being a technician, and I know I, you know, people steps, how they finish, how they, you know, how, you know, just how that that unit presents itself. I think the biggest thing of it is is firing off the football, you know, step progression, uh, you know, hand placement. Just stuff that you look for, uh, for a great lineman to have. I mean, you know, you don't have to be the best, you you know, you don't have to be the best lineman or the biggest lineman or whatever, but as long as you do the fundamentals, if they're fundamentally sound is, is what I think. And I don't know. I mean, that's just my opinion, but, uh, sure. you know, but I think, uh, you know, for example, you know, how, how they coach double teams, how kids can get off blocks how they work in second and third level, you know, you got, you know, that's, that's big to me, you know, that you got to finish how they finish, you know? So that's, that's kind of what I think. Did I answer your question the way? Yes. You no. Yes. That, that was <laughs> great. So there's you know, no wrong answer, man. Well, you know, and, and that's, that's the thing, just how they play, how nasty they are. I right. mean, you got to have a mentality. I mean, not everybody can play O-line. I mean, you. I mean, it, it's just one of those things. I mean, I think you're a better football player, you know, if you go out and, and you just put it out all out there. I mean, if you're, you know, it's like I tell my kids when I was coaching O-line, you know, it, it starts with us and it ends with us. And, and if you can't accept that, you know, and, and another thing I told them, I said, 
our success as an offense depends on you guys. You know, and if you guys can't block, I mean, if you can't finish and you can't go out and work, work and, and get up to the second level and get off the double team, you know, the combo block and work up second level, if you can't get to the, you know, go find work, just don't be standing around. And, you know, you got to have, I mean, I, it's a mentality. It's a mentality that you start as a freshman and you, and you groom it, you know, and that's, that's kind of how I think of it. I mean, it's, it's a special breed of men and, uh, you know, it's, we don't get uh, recognized like you should. Um, that's right. You know what I mean? I mean, nobody talks in the newspaper about, you know, our center, you know, block, block the head up nose that was an all stater all night. Perfect. You know, nobody talks about that. Right. So, you know, it, 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 you got to be selfless. Find selfless guys and, you know, get them out there and, you know, build a brotherhood. And that's just, that's the way. So. That's great. That's great, Coach. Hey, we really appreciate you you taking the time out. I know you're busy, even though it's off season. I know it's busy. Um, so we appreciate you taking some time. And and we're excited for uh, for the clinics you guys are putting on and, uh, kind of excited to see what else you guys end up getting into because, uh, you know, obviously you've done such a great job with these clinics and with, with Hog Football Chat on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, thank you guys for coming to me and asking me, you know, um, um, heck, I'm honored. I'm just a, I'm just a no-line coach, man. I'm just a, <laughs> a guy, you know, that, that enjoys uh, coaching the game. And I really do appreciate you and Coach Walsh coming out and, Waltz, sorry. You're fine. Getting raspy, guys. Um, I understand. You know, I've been sitting here drinking water like crazy. But, no, I really do appreciate you guys. And I I, ho- I, I think it's great what you guys are doing as well. I think it's going to – I think it's awesome having podcasts where guys can um, sit there and listen while they're working out or driving to work or whatever and, and listen to offensive line guys talking offensive line and, I hope you guys have great success with it. And we really, I really do appreciate y'all asking me to come on. Well, coach, you got a, you got a major passion for this stuff, man. You can tell you, your heart's in the right spot. So it, it makes it easy to, to be able to sit down and, and talk ball with guys like you, man. We appreciate all the stuff you've done, coach. That's going to do it for this episode of RTP. We want to again thank our sponsors, Health IQ, Audible, and Team Attack Academy. Go get your free quote at healthiq.com slash run the power. Help grow our community by telling other coaches about Run the Power. And if you enjoy Running the Power, go get your shirt, long sleeve, or hoodie at runthepower.com. Also, if you have any topics or any questions you would like for us to discuss in the next podcast, simply rate our podcast and then leave a comment in the writer review section of the podcast app. This will help our podcast rating as well as it allow us to answer the questions you all want answered. Make sure and go check out our blog at runthepower.com. Follow me on Twitter at Harper underscore Coach and Coach Walls at Coach Brady Walls. Run the Power now also has its own Twitter and Instagram, and you can find that at Run the Power. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Talk to you soon.